Thank you for tuning in to Detail Memoirs. This episode is brought to you by Rotafest and Zenware. Rotafest is the most powerful mobile invoicing software designed for auto detailers and recon professionals on the market today. More than just a mobile invoicing app, it gives you a complete suite of tools to manage your business. Yes, it has a mobile app designed for the iPhone and Android to decode the VIN and create an invoice in the field. But it also includes integration with QuickBooks, customer management tools, text and email reminders, reports, and now inventory management is included in this powerful suite of tools. Learn more about Rotafest at rotafest.com. All right, we are live. Good morning and welcome to another episode of Rotafest Detail Memoirs, where we bring you amazing guests vendors, suppliers, movers, and shakers in the detailing industry to help you grow your business. I'm Jody. And I'm Rod. So we have all these amazing people and Jody and Rod. Um, and just like always, <laughs> Detail Memoirs is sponsored by ourselves, RotoFS, the number one detailing software in the entire universe. That's, the That's right. right. Did you hear in the universe? You're driving a UFO and you think you got a better software for it. Come on over. Anyway, nice. so today we have an awesome guest. We got to meet Jason Gale in person at SDC, and we hit it off really well. And we just thought he was an awesome young man that's doing some great work with his wife as well uh, at JNL Mobile Detailing. Although you're sitting inside of a shop, so good morning, welcome, Jason. Good morning. How you guys so doing today? How are you, man? I'm I'm doing great. Uh, We've been really busy. I mean, since we got back from SDC, it's been crazy. I mean, I know uh, I was talking to you guys about how it just comes in waves, and I don't, I can't really say that anymore because uh, it's, it's been a tidal wave and it just hasn't let up. But we, we like tidal waves, especially if that means business is booming for you and your wife. Yeah, it has been. Um, it, it's um, overwhelming at times uh, because it has been extremely hot out. And uh, we've, we've just, we got to go out there and we've got to get them done. And I mean, as fast as we're knocking them out, the phone calls are coming in and we just keep extending it out. So it's getting to the point now where I'm trying to fit appointments in between appointments because we're scheduling so far out. So I'm, I'm hoping that it, it stays this way and I'm hoping that we can keep up the pace. Awesome. So where are you guys, where are you guys located? So we are actually out of Lebanon, Illinois. We service about a 30 or 40 mile radius. So we go um, into St. Louis, about St. Louis, St. Charles area. And then, you know, the Eastern uh, Metro area of uh, St. Louis. So St. Clair County, Madison County, you know, um, we, there's a Carlisle Lake is a gigantic lake around here. It's actually just about 20 minutes east of where we are now. So we go out to about there and, you know, there's some boats out there that, uh, you know, you, some pretty nice boats in that area. and just, So you're all mobile? We are 100% mobile as of right now, yeah. Uh, that wasn't by mistake. That was by design. So there are a lot of good garages around here, but especially at the time, I started building this business about eight years ago, and we didn't decide to really launch it into like a full-time business until last year. So eight years ago when I started just deciding how I was going to operate this, there wasn't a lot of people, especially in this area that were doing mobile and were actually doing full service details in a mobile environment. You know, you had the guys that would come up and they'd, you know, their bucket and a hose, they'd hook up to your water and they'd wash your car for you, but they weren't doing deep cleaning. They weren't doing decontamination. No, there wasn't anybody really who was doing any type of paint correction or anything like that. 
And that's what I wanted to do was open a full service detail shop and do as much of a garage experience as we could at a place that's a little more convenient, a time that's a little more convenient for our customers. So sometimes we work some odd hours. I, I did a Toyota 4Runner um, with an Onyx coating a few weeks back, and I didn't get done with that job until almost midnight. But wow. um, it's it was what was convenient for the customer. He's a He works odd hours. That was the time that he was going to be available. So I had to start it late and work on it late. So so uh, one of the things that came up, um, Keith DuPlessis and I hosted an IDA uh, uh, Western Regional um, meet and greet two, two days ago. And one of the things that came up was a tech tip about the heat because we've had such excessive heat in a lot of parts of the country this year. What are you doing as a 100% mobile guy, other than working at midnight, because that, that's an easy <laughs> one, right? No sun. So yeah. what are you doing to make sure that you are not just not just in the direct sunlight, but that the panels themselves haven't absorbed heat and changed the, the coatings? Right. So if we're doing a coating, we schedule it during a time that we're, the sun is going to be out of the area. So typically, um, if, if we can use a garage, a lot of our customers have garages. Or, you know, if it's a, a house that the, the garage entrance is facing south, well, then that north side of the house doesn't really get any sun. So scheduling early in the morning is, is great. You can get those coatings knocked out before you even really have any chance of the sun heating the panel. Um, other than that, uh, it, it's, it's really just trying our best not to schedule anything during the middle part of the day between 11 a.m. and 3.34 p.m., um, you know, we can't do any type of coding or anything like that if we just don't have that area. Because even with, uh, you know, we don't use a canopy very, you know, we, we just don't. Uh, I have a very small um, right. Ford Transit and we have it packed full of gear. So to put a 10 foot, 12 foot canopy in there is just kind of unrealistic. And um, we uh, we don't like I guess since we don't have that luxury, we just have to kind of block out that time. So I haven't been scheduling anything during that middle part of the day unless it's just a, a quick interior or something like that, we can be in there in a couple of hours and, you know, kind of just bear the heat. Yeah. So, so you're, you're basically you're working early mornings and late evenings and accommodating schedules and working around the extreme heat. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Yep. And we've gotten a lot more rain than, than normal this season too. So we've had days that it's just five or six days in a row where everything gets rained out. And when you we've got all them appointments stacked on top of each other and then we're steadily pushing people back. I mean, luckily we've got great customers and 95% of the time our customers are more than happy to work with us and reschedule. We have a very low cancellation rate. So we're blessed in that regard. Um, so that's one thing that we've, we haven't really felt the crunch of too bad is you know losing business because of the weather. We, we definitely have slower weeks and slower months because of the weather. But our customers tend to stick with us. How do you guys handle in Illinois? I'm sorry? How do you handle the winter? The winter? Last winter, we ended up having to do a bunch of detailing uh, with uh, dealerships. So to try to keep ourselves going, we picked up a few dealership accounts. And we actually ended up finding out pretty quickly that it, we were losing more money probably by holding those dealership accounts because they had very specific schedules that they wanted everything done on. And it was conflicting with our residential customers, which actually, you know, is our bread and butter. Um, the dealerships were great for that volume to kind of keep us going through the winter, but it's compared to what we're doing with our residential customers, 
you know, um, in our fleet accounts, it just, it wasn't worth continuing. Right. Well, that's, that's a smart business decision to look at something and say, this isn't making us the revenue or the margins that we need. So we need to drop that and go more into Yeah, that. it was hard. <clears throat> yeah, it was definitely hard because, you know, I mean, anytime you're you're making those type of business decisions, it's risky. You, you have a good feeling about it, but anything can happen. So to take, uh, you know, a consistent return on investment, I guess, and and kind of let it go in hopes of things going the way that you feel they're gonna, it was very hard to do. But it, it turned out to be the right decision for us. So I'm happy we did it. So you guys are a husband and wife team. Um, we are. So let's talk about that that dynamic. I mean, did you see that big <laughs> yeah. smile? So I don't know if it's because he really enjoys it or because the dynamic is so unique. It, it is extremely unique, honestly. Uh, one good thing about it is, uh, and you guys have met my wife, you know, we balance yes. each other out very well. I'm a very, very carefree person. I'm, I'm, I'm a lot, uh, a lot more go with the flow and she is very by the book and she likes things on a schedule and she likes things done a certain way. So it really helps both of us out because I keep her from getting too invested into how everything has to be. Cause in detailing, nothing goes to plan. You can, you know, you can get an appointment booked and by the time you see the car, things change. Uh, so it, you know, the weather changes, especially in a mobile environment every day, every appointment is completely different. So you, you can always plan for the best, but things change. And to have somebody like me, who's a lot more carefree, will show up and I'm always like, it's fine. It's not that bad. We're going to get it done. You know, the weather's not that bad. The bugs aren't biting us. Don't worry about it. You know, who cares about the lawn care company that just pulled in across the street? We're going to get this done regardless. Don't worry about it. And you know, she's like, <laughs> just this is horrible how do you how do you just deal with this and say it's going to be okay but we in in that regard it keeps us both sane so i don't go nuts right. and i don't do stupid things because she's there to rein me in so uh, uh it's interesting because you know i think about people that have family businesses right you're you're working together all the time mm-hmm. right you're with your wife 90 probably 99 percent of the day how are you guys keeping you know your business on point but also keeping your relationship on point because i know you know sometimes that can get really tense in some mm-hmm. scenarios unless you have a really good relationship as as a couple and as as a team well we've been together over 17 years so you know i'm 37 years old i was 20 when i met my wife and we've pretty much always been inseparable. Uh, you know, if, if one of us wasn't working, if we didn't have some kind of obligation that pulled us away, we were together. We did everything together. And we've worked together before. Before I ever started detailing, we had a job uh, cleaning commercial restaurants. And we did that together. Five days a week, you know, 40 plus hours a week, we were in there, just her and I cleaning these restaurants after hours. And you know, it was hard work. It was dirty work. And she didn't always enjoy the nasty aspects of it, but we liked working together. And even after 17 years, you know, we have days. I mean, we, again, you know, we're we're married. We have days, but uh, it's worth it. In in the long run, it's it's worth it. Yeah, this is the part we need to bring her in because I'd like to see the expressions when you're like, we have days. And she'd be like, Oh yeah, she. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw some of that just sitting in, sitting in. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. No, well, and uh, she's honestly uh, extremely understanding of me, and she's extremely supportive. So that's a hard thing, especially for somebody like myself. I'm extremely passionate about everything I do, 
So if I'm into something, I'm a hundred percent into it and I'm going to cram it down. Yeah, there she goes. So I'm going to, I just like, Leslie's probably heard more about the industry than most of the people in the industry before we ever even started the business, because I just buried myself in it for eight or nine years straight. I bought Rennie's book. And once I started reading Rennie's book, I'm like, oh yeah, this is definitely, this is what I want to do. I started following guys on YouTube, you know, Larry Cosilla. Uh, I followed him for years on YouTube and just picked up a lot of tips from him and then started implementing it back in and learning. When I first started detailing, uh, people started scheduling me for stuff. And I'm like, oh, man, I don't even really have any equipment. So I ran out and I bought the worst vacuum you could probably buy. It was like one and a half horsepower, one gallon. And I was doing OK until I got my first minivan. And it took me about four hours to finish the interior of this minivan, and, you know, just vacuuming it out. It was all the soccer kids in there and everything. And I'm like, okay, so this is not very good. We're going to have to change some things. And then, you know, I started putting a little bit in and over years. I just kept accumulating more and more. Finally, last year, uh, her and I had a talk. I had, I had an injury at work a couple of years ago and it took me out. I had a shoulder surgery and it kind of put things into perspective for us, you know? And I was like, okay, so let's do this. Let's, and after some convincing, she was like, I'll support you hundred percent, whatever you need me to do. And that's really what I needed. I needed her to tell me that she was behind me and she has been, it's been rough and she's been with me. So let's talk about that. Business. Uh, mm-hmm. What has been really critical for you guys in building your business, but what are things that you've learned along the way? So the Biggest decision I ever made, and I've said this numerous times, was joining the IDA. Best decision I ever made. Uh, The networking and the support and everything that I've gotten through the IDA is amazing. It's changed everything about the way that I run my business. Uh, And then to utilize uh, the access that you have to those, those people in the industry you know, a lot of people, you can't just join the IDA and expect that it's going to change everything for you. You have to reach out. You have to be part of it. And you have to actually try to utilize some of those those minds that you have. And a lot of people are more than willing to help you if you just ask. And that saved us a lot. There was a lot of scenarios that we'd run into that we wouldn't have been able to make it through if it wouldn't have been for some of the other detailers in the industry that are, you know, have more experience than me that were willing to help me out through things. And I would say probably the biggest thing that has helped us was setting our prices right. Um, we uh, we went into it way too cheap. And I think it was just because we didn't feel confident in our place in the market. Mm-hmm. So just to kind of try to earn everybody's trust, we came in really cheap. And until I hired a business coach who knew about the industry and was able to educate me on that, when um, we realized where our prices needed to be, we actually got busier. Uh, things got better. We got, you know, a different type of clientele, but business didn't drop off. We were afraid that that price increase was going to destroy our business. It was really hard to do that. And it, it changed it entirely. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, most people get into is they try to, you know, race to the bottom. They're like, well, if I come in really cheap, then I'll get all the clients because they'll leave for price. And everybody's not shopping for price. I mean, there's those people that do, you know, you know, there's always the, the person that says I can find somebody cheaper and you can just turn around and tell them, you know, and I can find somebody that's willing to pay more. So there's no reason to race to the bottom um, and to sell yourself short. I mean, if the if this if the norm in your area, you know, is two hundred and fifty dollars for this service, 
why come in at 150? You're just you're just leaving money on the table. Yeah. And you're picking up you're picking up the worst type of customer. You're picking up the ones that are only shopping on price and they're probably going to be the most critical. Yeah. You know, they're going to come in and I just paid you $100 to do the entire interior of this car and look there's a hair, you know. And you're like <laughs> you paid 100 bucks for a quick interior, you know. So um <clears throat> I think that's that's really wise. And um I saw a post today that basically was talking about, you know, what's the best business decision you've ever made? And it's like all of them. Every business decision mm. that I've made has taught me something. And I think uh, Rennie Doyle posted it. So shout yep. out to Rennie for posting that. Yeah, I saw that post. Really Very accurate. thing to look at it that way, because sometimes you're going to make a business decision and it's going to be a horrible decision. And well, that just cost me $10,000. But that taught you a very valuable lesson that might be worth more than $10,000. I know a lot of people, we were talking earlier about canopies, and a lot of people throw up a little pop-up easy up. One windstorm, and you just bought a paint job. Yep. So you really got to think about that, unless you have a, some way to secure it, and you need to think about those things. So um, <clears throat> so we've got to make sure that things are are the good decisions aren't necessarily one that started out as a good decision, right? I mean, you've made some really good decisions. You've also made some poor decisions. You, the decisions oh, yeah. Right, oh, yeah. Accurate. I've got a garage full of bad decisions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, know, yeah. you know, the best thing with those is uh, Craigslist. You, you, yeah. You, you just purge the bad decisions. So. Yeah, that we, we're, we've, we've done that. <laughs> so let's talk about things coming up. Because you you're really doing some growing, and you know, like you said, you're constantly busy out there, and uh, you know, you've adapted to your environment. You've got, like you said, winter services and summer services. So, what is uh, the near future for for JNL? So, we just recently started uh, offering transparent warranties and glassparency products, and those guys are awesome. I want to give a shout out to them, the whole team at Glassparency. It, it was not a quick decision. I didn't, uh, I didn't take it lightly. I actually talked to those guys for about six months before we finally pulled the trigger, the, pulled the trigger on making the decision or not. And uh, yeah. they were extremely helpful. I, I mean, I talked to, I talked to Ray, Tony, Heather, Jennifer, Alexandria. I talked to the whole team over there, and every one of them was was happy to answer all my questions and make sure that I felt like I was making a smart decision. I talked to other. Uh, people in the industry who offered similar products sure. and services. And after a while, I decided that, you know, that that was the route to go. Um, we're hoping that we can continue uh, at the same rate that we're growing at now. And I would like to get another mobile unit going. That would be my goal. Um, a garage. If, if I'm thinking about opening a garage just for doing the coatings and such. But I would still like to keep our primary detailing services mobile. I think that's our market, and it just we kind of fit in really well there. Uh, I was I was talking to you guys before. One of the things that we kind of got cornered into was our interior services. I, I I did commercial cleaning, I did crime scene cleaning, so cleaning soft surfaces and 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 hard surfaces was something that I had already had a lot of experience at doing really detailed. So getting into car interiors wasn't much different. And then when we started doing our interior cleaning especially at the rate that we were doing that, you know, we were doing interiors for 80 bucks and get in there and do some really nasty interiors for $80 and people were blown away. And then next thing you know, they're hiring us. What's that? I got a suburban for you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what would happen. We would do, they would call us in to do one car. And then when they saw the service that we were doing, 
they would call us in to do their other car and then their mother-in-law's car and their cousin's car. And we were like, wow, we had one detail. We got seven referrals back to back off that. That's astounding. And then I realized, I'm like, yeah, it's because you're giving the service away, of course. So once we adjust our prices and everything, uh, we actually had one of our old customers who had been with us since the beginning. We had done many details for him, done some boats and all kinds of stuff for him. And he told me when we came back and he had seen that we raised our prices. He's like, man, you know, I was waiting for it when when you guys first came out and I saw how cheap you were doing it. I'm like, I'm going to have him do everything. And he did. He hired me for every car in his family. But he stuck with us. So he's still a customer of ours. He's still happy. Yeah. Years and years ago, we had a, 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 a container of fish spill in the back of a Tahoe. Oh. And um, and the person that did the cleaning, it was $75. Oh, and wow. I was like, yeah, this guy's losing his butt. So we ended up we ended up doing some other things. He didn't walk away with only $75. So and I and, <laughs> and a lot of advice, too. It was like, uh, <laughs> right. No, this because he was a carpet cleaner. He didn't, he did houses and stuff like that. And they do like, you know, 75 or hundred dollars a room. And I was like, if you're going to get into this, you need to, you know, get to go up a little bit, especially when it's fish in the back of a car, people are willing to pay a lot of money when you have spilled fish in the back. Of your car. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of people don't realize, you know, people think that mobile detailing is, is cheap. And I've, I mean, you, you know, people that have talked about this before. It's really not, if you're doing it right and you're, you know, you're paying your taxes, you have your insurance and you're doing things the right way, it's not very inexpensive. And the amount of money that you lose uh, through inefficiencies and through weather rescheduling and stuff, you would actually probably be better off many times running out of a garage. Um, We ran ours and our slogan was a cleaner car wherever you are. That was right out the gate. That was before we ever opened our business. And that was so because we wanted people to know that we're offering you a service that you typically have to use a garage for wherever you want, any time you want. Yep, and that's and that's great to have that kind of a slogan there. So um, <clears throat> I don't think people take that into account. I want to I want to key back in on that. That mobile detailing is not necessarily cheaper, right? A lot of people have a garage, um, and they could do it out of their garage, and it would be less expensive to do it out of your garage. But yes. the advantage of being mobile is cleaner car wherever you are, which is awesome. So, because um, we, I've seen a guy that he runs around. And what he does is he tries to pick up two or three in the same parking lot. So he comes to a business location, and then he man his van's decked out, and he tries to pick up two or three within the same location. We were back in um, Washington D.C., and there was a guy doing that. Uh, pulled into, uh, I saw the same thing in Canada. We pulls into a business complex, and man, the the tent that he pulls out, the the you know he's got an awning on the side of his van, and his van's all decked out. And I'm like, he's not coming here to detail a car. He's marketing to the other 300 people in that building. Right. Because they're watching out the window what he's doing. And they're like, and and immediately, it was like the taco truck, right? I mean, the guy's out there washing a the car and there's people coming in out of the office like, hey, I got mine over here. Mine's over here. Mine's over here. And he's picking up marketing because he's in a mobile location. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. You know. It's extremely common too. If When we're in the nice subdivisions or when we're in the really busy business districts, and we pull up in our van and we've got the doors open and we're working. It is extremely common to have people pull up and, you know, stop their vehicle and walk up and ask for some information and ask for a, a quote or, you know, ask for a card and then call back later and schedule. It's sometimes it's frustrating because when you're in a really busy area, you'll have 
six, seven, eight people stop you in the middle of a detail. And you're like, man, I lost 30 minutes on this detail just marketing. But at the same time, like, I, no, I spent 30 minutes today marketing. I think that's a challenge for a lot of mobile detailers, right? They go, I just, I, I had planned this much time on this car. Somebody walked over to me and they interrupted me for 30 minutes. And instead of looking at that as an opportunity to earn more business, to leverage that detail right. into more business, they get distracted by the distraction. Mm -hmm. right? yeah. And so, you know, being wise and disciplined to go, you know what, if people are seeing you do your work, give them the courtesy to take a few minutes to, to interrupt your day, that moment and it will lead, right? Because that goes into customer service. If, if they see that you're doing a phenomenal job, but also you're giving them the time to answer your questions, answer their questions, right? it's going to lead to more business. Yeah. Well, and I mean, people don't consider the fact that, you know, you're working really hard when you're marketing. If you're doing any type of digital marketing, you're trying to get that moment right there. That's what you want. Yep. So you're paying to get people to come to you to create that moment. When, if you're out on the street and you're detailing and somebody pulls up and stops you, you've already got it. It's not going to get any better than that. Your ability to talk to that person one-on-one -on -one about their vehicle and how you can help them individually is way more valuable than any paid click. Yep. And the other thing is, is that um, in, in a lot of businesses, you've heard the term loss leader. Um, you, you would be better off pulling into a really high-end business complex with high-end cars and washing somebody's car for free just so your car, your van can be parked there for an hour. And Absolutely. Take your, time, take your time because you're going to pick up three or four or five other ones. Oh, know, yeah. To do that. And that's, you know, we we were actually, Jody and I were at a one-day training. It was a, 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 it was a Rennie Doyle training in Salt Lake. And we were at um, Brigham Salazar's location. <clears throat> and we we had to do, we had to get some interior, some floor mats for some training on, on interior cleaning. Jody and everybody started going out and asking people in the parking lot for their for their floor mats. I'm sure Hiram picked up a ton, not Hiram, um, Brigham picked up a ton of business because we went around and knocked on people's doors and cleaned their floor mats. So just being out there and doing your job gains you uh, business. And I know Hiram's on here and he sees a, he sees a lot of that stuff as well because you know right. you're posting yeah, sure stuff about it. You're 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 getting all those those uh, good you know those pats on the back from people, you know, you're getting, yes, you're getting the comments. Oh, can you do mine black next? Yes, I can. Here's my flyer, you know? So um, it's, it's, you're, you're always marketing. You're always the face of the company. Um, you always have yes. to be on and you always have to be professional, which, you know, that's, we'll just leave it at that. You've always got to be professional. Yeah. Right. Which isn't, uh, isn't always easy. And, you know, sometimes, especially when you're, you know, someone walks up and you're having a bad day or something like that, which it happens. Uh, you got to got to suck it up and shut it off. Um, yeah. You know, it's not that person's fault. You're having a bad day. You did something wrong. I had a I had a day a couple of weeks ago. Um, I overfilled my tank, flooded my van, um, left without filling up my generator. So I had to stop and fill my generator and then blew a tire out on the way to my first stop. So I had a great day. <laughs> it was a, it was a Monday, so it was a fantastic Monday. But uh, we we showed up. Um, it, it blew right off 
right off the exit ramp right before I got uh, to my stop. So I actually limped it all the way to my stop and sat there and detailed three cars with a flat tire and uh, worried about it after I was done with my appointment, got my cars done and then changed the spare on and went about my day, interacted with customers all day long. And, you know, I, I just, I couldn't let that, couldn't let that bring me down. I definitely wasn't going to let it stop my day it's on a Monday that could have threw my whole week out. So, you know, yeah, you got to just yeah, win and bear it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, so I made a post. So obviously your wife's uh, keeping the, the <laughs> business running right now. <laughs> While you're, you're having fun talking to me and Rod. So how do people get in touch with you? Because I'm sure she's going, um, when are you going to come help me, dear? Come yeah. on. Yeah. So uh, we're online at uh, jnldetailstl.com. You can find us on Facebook under the same name, uh, jnldetailstl. Or uh, you can call our office at 618-370-0664. We're open 8 to 6 Monday through Saturday and uh, noon to 6 on Sunday. Awesome. That's awesome. And before we leave, today is our giveaway. Big shout out to Buff and Shine Manufacturing. They have basically given us enough pads to keep a detailer in business for 30 years. And we're giving them all away. Um, we are down to our last three months unless we do something else, which we have some other stuff lined up. And Clint, we got to give a mad chat up to Clint because oh Clint has been a huge supporter. We have loved working with him. When we've asked for additional stuff, he's given it to us. So mad shout out to uh, Buff and Shine, Clint, yeah, Hitz, Clint and the Julio, entire team. The entire Buff and Shine you team. guys are amazing. And we're Clint's a great guy. Yeah, we're so grateful to have you guys as, as partners on this. So, so we have a lot of names in here. <laughs> Drum roll, Jody's please. Sorry, I'm not as good looking as Vanna White, but that's all good. Let's see. Oh, lavish detailing, Keon Moore. Lavish detailing, yeah, Keon. Hey, congratulations. Box of goodies. Um, remember to like and subscribe these videos on YouTube and say something about Road FS and Buff and Shine Manufacturing. That's what gets you in the drawing, and that's what Keon did, and that's how he won. Because he's awesome. He's awesome like that. And he was our <clears throat> guest last week. So, yeah. So, thank you so much, guys, for joining us every week. And, uh, Jason, thank you so much for giving us the time to of your time to visit with us and tell your story. Thank Please you guys for having me. Thank you uh, to your wife for letting us yeah. steal Thanks you so away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank her. Keep him in line. Keep him in line. Um, we know how this works. You got to keep him in line because, you know, he'll be off chasing butterflies, you know. That's true. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank, thank you, guys. Guys, guys and gals that are tuning in. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe. And we will check you I'll same you. time, same bad channel this next, next week. week. Talk to you later. See ya. Bye, guys. <laughs>